Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books and today I'm having a bit of a breakdown because this hero might be an asshole, but he's not a complete dick. Let me break it down for you. My quest to conquer the five-part finale, I've been taking a close look at the endings of Marvel films. Today is the epic finale of the Guardians of the Galaxy. The Guardians of the Galaxy is a standout film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe directed by James Gunn. It combines humor and action and heart in a space opera that redefines the boundaries of superhero storytelling. Released in 2014, the film is not just an interstellar adventure. It's also an insightful exploration of themes like friendship, family, and the power of unity. The film introduces a diverse group of characters, namely Peter Quill, Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax the Destroyer, Rocket the Raccoon, and Groot, each with their own unique background and motivations. As the story unfolds, these characters, initially driven by self-interest, gradually form an unlikely found family. Snyder's structure shines through in charting their individual arcs and the evolution of their group dynamics, culminating in the five-part finale, which is a masterful sequence of events that showcases not only these characters' growth as a team, but also the thematic depth of this narrative. So let's break it down, cat style. The film opens with a young Peter Quill at the hospital witnessing his mother's death. Take my hand, she urges him. Too stricken by grief, Peter can't. Shortly after, Peter's abducted by a spaceship, setting the stage for his future as an intergalactic adventurer. The theme of finding belonging and the importance of connections with others is central to this film, featuring a band of misfits who are, for the large part, friendless and without family. For the setup, at the start, Quill is shown to be a lone scavenger, disconnected from his past and lacking close relationships. Dude even forgot the hookup he stashed away in the belly of his spaceship. But he's got some sweet moves and he grooves along to come and get your love in a cave where he's on the hunt for a treasure and finds an orb. The catalyst happened when Peter finds that treasure, which is an orb, and that puts Quill in the crosshairs of various factions, including the villainous Ronin, the accuser, and this leads to his encounter and eventual team-up with Gamora, Rocket, and Groot. The debate occurs as the characters are imprisoned in the kiln. They must decide whether to work together to escape and what to do with that orb. It's a period of questioning and forming tenuous alliances. The story breaks into the second act when the newly formed group, along with Drax, who joins them in prison, successfully escape the kiln. They decide to sell the orb to the collector. The B story revolves around the developing relationships and past traumas of the team members, like Drax's family being murdered by Ronan, Gamora, who is out to betray her adoptive father Thanos, Quill betraying the kidnappers who raised him. We also get a hint that Rocket was experimented on, and Groot is an anomaly that is hard not to love as he constantly repeats those beautiful three little words, I am Groot. 
The fun and games beat covers their escapades in prison as well as their escape. The misadventures continue as they aboard Peter's ship, the Milano, and attempt to sell the orb. It includes their interactions on Nowhere with the battle with Ronan's forces and the comedic dynamics between the team members. The midpoint, that false defeat, happens when they arrive at Nowhere and realize that the orb is an infinity stone capable of destroying an entire planet with just one touch. This fact is demonstrated when the collector's place goes up in a blaze when the orb is opened. Bad guys close in when Drax calls Ronan to nowhere for a showdown, but the Ravengers, Peter's kidnappers, show up as well. All is lost when Ronan defeats our band of misfits and acquires the orb. In addition, there's a whiff of death when Quill and Gamora nearly die when left out in open space. The Dark Knight of the Soul comes when Peter and Gamora, now prisoners of the Ravengers, and Ronan, now in possession of the Infinity Stone, he betrays Thanos and he will use the stone to destroy the planet of Xandar on his own. We break into three aboard the Ravager ship where Peter and Gamora work to convince Yondu to help them to save Xandar from Ronan. The finale features the team's collective effort to thwart Ronan's plan to destroy Xandar. They come together, combining their strengths and newfound unity to defeat Ronan and save the galaxy. They start by gathering the team. With a tentative agreement of Yondu's help, the Galaxies of the Guardian team has to come up with a plan. The plan is they stand up to die. <laughs> so one by one, each form a semicircle as they stand up with Rocket being the last holdout to stand up to die. Now it's time to execute the plan. The plan involves preventing Ronin from using the Infinity Stone to destroy Xandar. The Guardians, along with the Nova Corps and Yondu's Ravagers, engage in an intense battle against Ronin's forces. This phase includes their coordinated efforts to breach Ronin's ship, the Dark Aster, and stop him. The High Tower surprise happens when the group is outnumbered as they fight on Xandar. But the Nova Corps comes to the rescue after Peter delivers his, I might be an asshole, but I'm not 100% a dick message. The Corps forms a blockade around Ronan's ship to prevent Ronan from touching down and using the orb. They dig down deep when the blockade breaks and Ronan survives the crash of his ship and remains a formidable threat, even on foot in Xandar. Despite their efforts, Ronan appears unstoppable, wielding the power of the Infinity Stone. Also, as the ship crashes, Groot grows his branches around his friends and proclaims, we are Groot, and protects his newfound family from the crash. For the execution of the new plan, Peter uses his sweet dance moves to stall Ronan long enough for Rocket to make an impromptu weapon that blasts the orb out of Ronan's hand. The critical moment is when Peter, Star-Lord, grabs the Infinity Stone. The Guardians realize that they can only withstand the power of the Infinity Stone together. As Gamora shouts at Peter to take her hand, we're reminded of Peter's mother's plea, which Peter finally heeds. 
This is a powerful moment of unity and trust as they join hands to share the burden of the stone's power, embodying the film's theme of teamwork and family. This act not only saves Xandar, it solidifies the Guardians as a true team, a true family. Their final victory over Ronan symbolizes their transformation from outcasts to heroes. The final image is of the Guardians, now recognized as bona fide heroes aboard the Milano. They have formed a makeshift family, showing significant growth from their initial solitary states, and they're ready for further adventures. We made it, you guys, breaking down these five Marvel films, The Incredible Hulk, Doctor Strange, Thor, The Guardians of the Galaxy, and Black Panther, by using Blake Snyder's Save the Cat structure, particularly focusing on that five-part finale, reveals some really interesting parallels and insights into why these films resonated so strongly with viewers. Each film features a protagonist undergoing significant personal growth. Bruce Banner learned to harness the chaos inside of him. Thor learned humility. T'Challa embraced a more open and inclusive worldview. There were themes of unity and teamwork, especially evident in the Guardians of the Galaxy, where the disparate individuals came together to form a cohesive team was a recurring motif through all of these films. Another recurring theme in Marvel films is the balance between personal desires and the greater good. Characters often faced choices that tested their personal values against their responsibilities as heroes. This is especially apparent in the finales where the hero's decisions have significant consequences. The five-part finale often involved characters making sacrifices, which added more emotional depth and stakes to the stories. For example, Doctor Strange's willingness to sacrifice himself to Dormammu to save Earth and Thor's decision to destroy the Bifrost Bridge are key moments of redemption and sacrifice that resonated with audiences. But that's it for the Marvelous Breakdowns. Now, I do want to talk villains. That's coming soon. If you want a more in-depth exploration of pacing, try out my patron of pacing course, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at AnessWrites.com forward slash PTP for patron of pacing. You can also read more breakdowns and chat with others on my free substack at AnessWrites.substack.com. In the meantime, you go get them words and I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break it down. I'll see you then. Bye. Bye.